Yo, what's good, First Smoke family? If you haven't already, get on the motherfucking website, fsotd.com, firstsmokeoftheday.com. Faster loading speeds. You can watch what you want now, do other things on your phone. It's an upgraded experience, and I hate to say it's killing the Patreon, so make sure you go get on that. Also, we got new merch dropping. It's already on the site. If it's not already sold out, what you got, Biggs? I'm rolling up. I'm rolling up everywhere. Rolling tray, the, the tray. official tray. If you post us with the tray, you know we're going to repost. Show love to the family. We got to. Make sure you go support us on the merch. Also, Grow Generation, either in-store or online, growgeneration.com. Use the code FIRSTSMOKE10. It's going to get you already 15% off your already discounted price. And make sure you support Dr. Dabber. This is what we're smoking on, the new XS by Dr. Dabber, for real. Taking Small, this everywhere. That. And that, that's, that's the palm of Biggs' hand. Let me see. I put it in the hoodie. You I know? put it in the hoodie. I'm... You ain't gonna catch now. him. He's in the airport on those right now. Oh, dude, I'm Use the code FSOTD. You're gonna get a discount. Support Dr. Dabber. You already know that's what we're fucking with. And without further ado, let's get into it. We present you King Sour Waves. Let's go. I want to know who brought the piff to New York. Um, I would tell you, but then I would have to. Would you have? Did you ever have anything going on with any of the trimmers? Whoa now. Whoa, Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> This is the man that's been entertaining you man babies for free. One f***ed up room, like one slip and you're dead right now. One little slip, you're f***ing, you're out. Yo, what's good, everybody? We're back. It's first smoke of the day, episode 86. We got a big one today. It's your boy Pack in the building. I'm here with my co-host, Biggs, aka Blackleaf. Riding what's the wave, good, dog. I'm riding the wave. Oh, you looking good, fun. man. You been in the gym? I have been. Yeah. It's time to get a pop in 2023. <laughs> today we got a super special guest, my man, King Sour Waves. Salute. How are you, bro? Good, brother. Good to good be to here. Good to have you. And now Thanks, everybody knows. This is the man that's been ruining your life with all the memes. <laughs> this is the man that's been entertaining you man babies for free for the last time. <laughs> yeah, straight years. up. And yeah. put some respect on his name because he's more than a meme maker. I know, that's right. And I, I love the branding. I love your whole wave, if you will. Mm. And dude, it's just dope. It's dope to see and it's been dope to get, get to know you and, you know, get to know the man behind uh, the brand and you know, know that you're like, you're a gen genuine, funny guy, you're a family man and a good friend and a good, good person, good player in this game. Respect, bro. Appreciate Absolutely. the invite. You know what I mean? I've been wanting to come on here and talk my shit for quite some time. Straight you up. Know what I mean? Straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, I mean, you, you play the background well, like you're, you yeah. know, ninja-like. I'm like kind of a private person. So to jump all the way out there and like I did Mace's podcast and he used it as episode one. Uh, which on. was dope you know what shout I mean shout out to Mace shout out to Mace that's my dog you know yeah. what I mean um, but you know I, I mean shit I'm honored to be here bro you got all the goats coming through so it's a blessing to be here bro for Appreciate real thank it, you guys and now you will experience the FSOTD effect yes clips that, on clips on clips on clips <laughs> love it get ready let's go <laughs> let's get the content right, so rolling so start off I want to know who brought the piff to New York Big sour ways, bow. <laughs> <laughs> the pilgrims, oh, yeah, fucking a. The pilgrims, Christopher Columbus, eighteen ninety two, brought it over on a boat. That's right, you were there. 
I'm that old. Your grandpa was My there. great, great, great grandpa, grandpa brought the piff to New York. <laughs> Damn, this is already going. It's already going. Oh, yeah. so we got to pick it back up. All right. Nah, all bullshit aside, um, yeah. humble beginnings. Like I said, you got an awesome brand. You just showed us a list of a bunch of shit you've been crossing, breeding. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're a grower. Yep. Um, I, I like your swag. I like the way you brand. And everything correlates, man. You got a dope friend group. Everybody speaks very highly of you. My man, Ryan, Doja Pack, went hard to guy. say, yo, you need to put Sour Waves on there. Appreciate and, that, uh, for real. You got a good group, man, a good yeah, circle. Man. So talk to us about like, you know, every good story starts in the beginning, man. What's a what's a young Sour Waves? What you got going on? Where are you from? What, what um, were you into? I grew up skateboarding. I grew up uh, around D.C., Maryland side. Uh, and... We grew up smoking brickweed, swag. This is nineties. This is Same. like, yeah, you know, pillow dubs used to call it. And it was half seeds, nicks and shit. Yeah, terrible, terrible smoke. I didn't get my hands on real weed until I want to say the year after I graduated high school. It was Baltimore grown, grown by a woman. Shout out to Grace, and uh, that's kind of you know my start in getting actual real weed. You know what I'm saying? Um, in that time in my region, uh, there was a few like key strains. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, man. I mean, back then it was highly illegal. you getting your door kicked in over somebody telling on you or whatever. You know what I mean? It's for a few zips. For nothing. You know? So what area was this in? D.C. DC. Yes, sir. DMV boy. Yep. All right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. You come with the, from the paid in full era. Damn near. Um, that's Damn a little near, before right? me, but yeah. Grew yeah. up on that movie, at least. For sure. All those old drug All dealer movies. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. It influenced culture, man. It yeah. definitely influenced a lot of, uh, you know, the youth. Absolutely did. Uh, I used to be super into graffiti as a kid. And I took it real serious. Used to go to New York every chance I could and go paint in the Bronx. And uh, that's kind of what brought me to New York as a kid, like living over there and going back and forth between D.C. and New York. And uh, that had a major impact on my life. You know what I mean? Graffiti. What was your handle? Um, I would tell you, but then I would have to. Oh, man. You know. Can't give us? Nah, man. It's been so long. Crazy. You still, really, you still tagging really or what? It hasn't been that long. <laughs> you still tagging? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Don't put a spray can in yeah. his hand. Hey, man, no good tagger tagged. is going to give you his handle. <laughs> That's uh -huh. right. No, no one serious is going to be like, yeah, I wrote this. Like, nah, dude. What's yeah. the craziest thing you ever tagged? The craziest thing I ever tagged. Um. Or the craziest thing you ever had to do to tag something? Oh, man. Uh, rooftops, climb up shady, you know, awnings and, you know, obviously not doing shit like that no more. Right. But yeah, climbing stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I came to L.A. to visit uh, at a young age and brushed shoulders with some of the goats from out here. And uh, I, I'm going to try to avoid dropping names on this podcast because yeah. I think name dropping is one of the worst things that anybody can do on a podcast unless you're the host. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have the right to do that. A as a guest, like, 
I'm not doing that. But yo, these kids in LA at that time, so serious. They're like, yo, we just did the overpass on 710. We dumped motor grease out along the side. If anybody tries to fucking go over us, fucking dead. And I, yo, I'm like, you know, 18. I'm like, oh, like, LA is crazy. Like, this is nuts. You know, every day on the news is like car chases and you know what I mean? Real GTA city. 90s shit, bro. Different times. Man, that's a lot of Vice city over here. Mm -hmm. From Baltimore, from DC, right? To New York and mm -hmm. LA. Like big city. Big city. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. No, no, I'm leaving a whole chapter up. I moved from DC to the Bronx, back and forth, then to Arcata. You know where Arcata is? I do. You've been there? I have. Yeah. So by Trinidad. Yeah. Trinidad is actually one of my favorite places in Very Cali. Nice. Beautiful. Beautiful. Very I love nice. Trinidad. The lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Humboldt really. Uh, made me. If I'm being Straight real. Up. I left everything I knew, you know, to come over here and grow. And you know, this is an era where four lights. You could be rich off a of four lighter. You know what I mean? You can yeah. live your life. You know, grow two runs and then go to Costa Rica for the rest of the year type shit. And that's what these Straight dudes up. were doing over there. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Northern Humboldt, Southern Humboldt, different hemispheres. Yes, I agree. You know, I but, agree. I like Northern. I like them both for their reasons. Preferably. Yeah. I like them both for their reasons. But ah. just as distinct as like NorCal and SoCal? Mm. Or just No, different? no, no. I, I just think that for me, more North was just like, just like beautiful up there. You yeah. Know, where it's, South is like coastal. More in, the, in, in the shit, you know, in the yeah. gritty, you know, brown hillsides and more. It's more inland. It's more green up in yeah. the North side, you know, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, Arcadia was a college town. So you have a lot of yeah, people. So there's some life there. Passing through there all, all the time. Food, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. That's, I mean, what year is this? Like how? 2000. Oh, wow. 2001. That's I, like I moved out, got my year. first one light. Guess what strain I grew first? The piff. <laughs> train, <laughs> the, train wreck, the other piff. That was you heard. Oh, the fake piff. Yeah. Train wreck. The cat piss. Is that what they call it? I don't. I don't know. I think no. No, it was hazy. No, the real, no. The real train wreck was hazy for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like yeah. a little Jackie. Mm -hmm. A little, a little wreck. bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, how you wish they had it? Uh three. I mean, quarters. back then it was the shit. Oh yeah, three quarters of a pound off one light. Not bad, beginner. Yeah, yeah. So you just came out here. What made you want to move, though? My sister. She was uh, an exchange student from Towson. I didn't go to college. She did. She went to Towson and then followed some boyfriend out here to, uh, to Arcata to do like a um, exchange kind of semester. She ended up staying and she was like, yo, you got to see this. <laughs> and I did. And I was like, wow. And I knew a couple people out, out, out there. So I just was like, I didn't really know I was moving at the time, but I literally walked away from everything I know just to stay out here and grow and have two lights and three lights and five lights. And you know what I mean? Yep. Kind of then have two spots and you know what I mean? Single ended days. The progression. Yep. Single ended organic. And this is all indoor. Yep. Until interesting that you came to humble to do indoor. Most people, but in 2000, I don't, it's not that like unusual. I mean, those outdoor packs, there were, they were, they were there, but they were like, 28 to three. Yeah. 
and ends were like 36 to 42. My first packs, yeah, 38 for like, and they were garbage. Looking back, Big Bud, Salmon Creek, Big Bud, Turpless, Boof, terrible, terrible packs, 38. No problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, different times. Different times. You're making some people sick right now. Yeah. <laughs> Reminiscent. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. 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 I mean, what a year to be here, though. 2000. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm fucking middle school, not even in there. I am going to college at that time, like just yeah. about to go to college. Just makes you think, though. I should have been What do college. you think your life would have been like if you were just like sh- beeline straight to Cali at 2000? I'd be two. doing, yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, you would think like, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be doing some outdoor and indoor. I'd be maximizing whatever I can maximize. Did, did like being up there, did you think, well, I'm going to get involved in a dep or, you know, how people syndicate shit or. Southern Humboldt at that time, very tight knit. You, you know, being an East Coaster, like it'd be one thing if I was, you know, shopping. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But even in that, like you We're had trying to, be, to do what they do. Yeah. Yeah. You had to be allowed to go to these places. And, uh, you know, I, I also used to DJ a lot. So it kind of brought me in circles of growers and, you know what I mean? All this type of thing. So I eventually did go outside. But in this region of Humboldt, Northern Humboldt, maybe inland, like Neeland, these areas, maybe you could get some cool depths off. But like, you know, coastal parts. You had to be indoor. Yeah. 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 The, the marine layer up there is right. insane. Yeah. You come out some days and you're just like, holy you're shit. You're cloud. You see five, three, four, five yeah. feet in front of you're you. You're in, in a car. cloud and it's cold. Yeah. It's dead of summer. It's cold as shit. It's consistent with that. Yeah. It doesn't really get right. and humid. too hot. Like yep. worst conditions for growing outside. <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. Like yeah some yeah. of the worst. Mold. Yeah. yeah. You're getting mold. Yeah. So you come out here, you're, you get, three-fourths of a pound off of light your growing train wreck what's going through your mind and shit are you like yo i'm about to be like I mean, this is it like i have friends disappearing for. back home i have friends going to prison back home i have friends getting shot back home it, it wasn't cool like weed wasn't cool like that it is now not that it's even that cool anymore but i'm saying like it wasn't you know it wasn't tolerated you know what i mean like now i go to dc and i'm like damn, this I-71 shit is crazy. Like you just like openly sell trees out of a shop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's nuts. But it wasn't like that back then. It was very hush-hush. It was very, you know, taboo. It was a lot of like activism to be like, legalize it. And then <laughs> look at it. Look at that movement now. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But um, it was a culture shock, to say the least, to move out here. You know, and I mean, mind you, I came, started coming to LA before I ever seen Humboldt. So going to Humboldt and then coming down to LA, like I still have the same friends from when I used to come down to LA from those times just with my boy the other night, same people that I fuck with from back then. You know what I'm saying? So to have that perspective and to look at California as like one big place, because mind you, where we're from. The whole coast is like how many different states? Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Over here, you got Cali, Oregon, Washington. That's it, right? So to look at Cali as like one thing and one entity, um, I felt like- Made sense. Yeah, it made sense. And that was a unique perspective because not everybody did look at it like that. People just moved to their one little spot and stay there. I was trying to be everywhere here. Which, that's the play, you know? Right. 
especially that's what that's what it led into it being right is like if you go cali north to south like you're covering all bases right which is pretty damn cool like what other state could you really do that in you can be in the snow and the beach at the same day yeah that is the big thing it's pretty about dope. cali huh yeah it's pretty dope it's the big marketing play like growing up that's what you hear about especially coming from florida because we don't have any mountains it's all right, flat right so it's just so different i mean i remember when we first were coming out here and we were just like i came out of home depot and i looked up and i'm like man it looks like a fucking painting it's, it's insane it's beautiful here you don't I see that it. many mountains and you right. know you see the landscape and on a clear day you're just like damn it's yeah. awesome and at that time that was like the mecca time i mean 2000 2001 yeah. Like things are skyrocketing prices because it's like before any state really started to legalize and mm -hmm. it's right before that. So it's like the danger level is high. And that's why I remember like back in the day when it was really illegal, like what you're saying, a lot of guys would be like, oh, I'm going to get into a, a different part of the business because it's almost the same charge and I can make more money doing this thing. Mm -hmm. Now it's flipped completely the opposite where it's like what you get for weed compared to other drugs so drastic that it's like, well, yeah, why not do weed? Right. You know what I'm saying? Where right. it, was, it was almost the opposite back then. I remember guys like, you know, well, for that many, I could, I could do this other thing. Right. Because man minimums, mandatory minimums and things the, like that, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Which still exist. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Arkansas, they do still exist. All, yeah. yeah. All that still exists, you know, which is crazy. Like how free it can be in some parts of the country and other parts is like, shit, you got, you got a seat in your car. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it was growing up in D.C. Like, you got a seat in your car. You're getting bracelets. Like, yeah. They're messing with little Boosie. You seen that over, like, uh, gummy bags and an eighth bag with no weed in it. They're that's like, crazy. we know there was weed in here in Atlanta. You know, it's still, like, Georgia's still tough. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Coming from the big city to fucking Arcata, what, like, did you, did that fuck with you a little bit? Or? Yeah, of course. <laughs> and you're in like you're doing indoor spots you're in the house all the time now too yeah. like yeah it's like double whammy of like damn i'm in the house all the time and then when i want to get out of the house there's like fucking nowhere to go there's nothing to yeah. do everything's dead out there by eight o'clock nine o'clock yeah. yeah it was definitely a shock you know what i'm saying like it was definitely like a change of pace and kind of just slowing down and like like my prime years i sacrificed them for the plant you know what i'm saying like i was 24 at that time, 23, 24 moving out here. And, you know, I sometimes think about like, well, what if I had stayed in New York? What if I had, you know what I mean? And right. Whatever. Um, hindsight's always 2020. I don't regret anything. I mean, maybe a couple of things, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I definitely have had a rough go at times. You know what I mean? We all have. Yeah. But I stayed down. There has in the last 23 years or 22 and change years, there hasn't been one time that I haven't had a garden going. Like some people go in and out of growing and this and that. I'm not ever claiming to be the best grower because I learn every day. This past year, I've completely entirely relearned how to grow. And uh, it's been a wild ride. Yep. But you I wouldn't never change your time off. Never. Never. I've Which fallen is, back and kind of had less going on than other times. Of course. That's kind of not my choice a lot of the times. Right. It just Especially happens. Growing. Yeah, it just happens that way. But to stay down, to come up, like, it's a must. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Takes a lot. 
takes, takes a, lot a lot out of you because you know when you're low and you and everything's up against the wall you got to still be like all right let me go get these plants taken care of let me mm-hmm. make sure this thing's still alive and and then when you're up it's like consistent work the hard the, the bigger you get there the more let's say funds you're making and the, the bigger the brand's getting the more work you have so it's like it's like this inverse of like i'm not doing well and i still have to go handle this mm-hmm. and then i'm doing really well and now i have more workload than i you know it's 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 an interesting life like it a is. lot of people aren't used to having something rely on them where it's like you can never really get away from it you, you know can't. the plants don't care about your emotions or your other responsibilities or your wife or your kids your girl your problems yeah plants don't care about that you know what i mean walk into the facility and see 800 gallons on the floor you're like yo uh these plants need water now how do i facilitate this and your tank is dry because it just dumped all over the floor that was my sunday (laughs) pretty fire handled it though yeah myself good six hours uh I waited for enough water to be able to, you know, basically schlep these plants one day in their bulk mode. That's like day 28, maybe you can't miss a watering one watering in, in that phase you're fucked. You know what I mean? Your yield is toast. Uh, so I waited for enough water, shuttled it over, mixed a batch tank by hand, pH'd it. And I mean, it's Sunday, everything's closed. Called one of my boys, I told him the problem. He's like, yeah, <laughs> he laughed at me. He's like, yeah, you need a new pump head. You know, the leader pumps and then the red brain on top. Mm-hmm. It had stayed on and completely blew the threads out of the base of the pump. So the 200 batch tank on the floor. And then of course it stays on and keeps filling and draining, filling and draining 500 gallons here. You know what I'm saying? And then whatever is, it's, it's filling as it's draining. So who knows? I mean, seven, 800 gallons is a speculation. Could have been more than that. But whatever, trials and tribulations. Do a little plumbing work, a little darkroom plumbing with the headlamp on. The hill taught me good. Always keep a headlamp. You know what I mean? Because you never know what you might need to do at night. Right? Always keep the headlamp. It's crazy the things that pop up. You become a plumber, electrician, part-time electrician, yeah. uh, a fix-it, a handyman. Janitor. A jan- uh, definitely a Exterminator. janitor. Exterminator. Yep. Yep. And then you can grow. <laughs> and once you get the bugs off the plant, then you, they'll grow for you. Yeah, it's crazy to defeat every bug in the Los Angeles region. That's crazy. Especially if they're got given to you on some clones or strain oh, that you thought was a blessing and then it turned out to be a curse. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. It's a lot of lessons. It's, it's a good 10 to 15 years when young growers bring it up all the time. I say, get with a guy you look up to and try to absorb all the knowledge because you can get through two, three years or fast forward you 10 years, you yeah. know, but did you have someone like that back then that you could kind of lean on and ask questions to when you were coming up? So I always made this reference that like, if you wanted to really learn how to grow and humble, you could just go to the arcade square and talk to one of those bum kids about it and they'll put you on game. <laughs> right. Cause it was a wooks, one of the wooks, the dusty they're works. They're out there. They're out there. They're still there. They live there. No, nah, but, um, no, I had a cool group of friends that, you know, a couple of people before me, you know, my age, but more skilled with, you know, certain things taught me how to wire stuff. My pops taught me how to use tools as a kid, taught me how to wire things a bit. 
So when it was time to like learn how to wire shit up, it's like, all right, I get it. You know what I mean? You get shocked a couple of times. You're like, all right, I should use a voltmeter to like, you know what I mean? Make yeah. sure that this is not live before you go fucking with it. You know what I mean? But like, uh, nah, I never really had like a mentor type. I definitely had like a lot of people put me on game. You know what I mean? And uh, either my age, maybe a little older, younger. Now I learned so much from everybody, even younger people. You know what I mean? A lot of, you know, like I'll be like, hey, what is this problem? And, you know, it's a lot of times older people, I feel like can't learn anything from younger people out of ego and out of just, you know what I mean? Being ignorant and hard headed and be like, what's this? Stubborn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Thankfully, I'm not that way. So I, I continue to learn every day, bro. Like I said, I've completely relearned everything the fuck I know about growing last year. And like, I don't know. I think the problem is the crop steering, the salts, the heavy feeding. You feed 20 times a day at 3.5 EC and you're going to smoke that weed. <laughs> Be my guest. There's a reason why it only costs fill in the blank with the price, cheap price. There's a reason why, you know what I mean? There's a reason why it only lasts maybe what, four weeks in the bag before it starts browning out because it's full of fucking salt, man. Let's talk about that. Over talk about it. Yeah. Over it, dog. Well, it's talk interesting, What right? you running? Personally? Yeah. Cutting edge on cocoa, 2.5 EC. Uh, I ran one of the bigger salt companies. I'll refrain from name dropping people that I don't fuck with. Mm -hmm. uh, and I hit numbers. I'm not going to, I hit what? 1.9 grams per watt, 1.8 gram, like, you know, wow. 2.6 pounds off a of mm -hmm. 650 watt led first go. Wow. But here's the thing about me is like, you can't fool me with boof. You know what I mean? Like it might look cool. Smells cool. You smoke it. It's like, what, what is this? Like, does it work? It's the most yeah. important factor too. Yeah, it's the most, if it's not smoking, I don't want to fuck with it. Like who does? But I mean, the cheap stuff, I feel like it's kind of making the world go round right now. And it's Man. kind of fucking shit up for everybody else. Thanks mm -hmm. to what you just said, all the QC process now, you fucking got to roll it up and smoke it too. Yeah. Before you didn't have to do that. Yeah. Because if it looked good and smelled good, it was going to taste good. it was good. good. Yeah. Now you got to smoke the shit and be like, oh, mm. fuck, dude. Like my throat hurts. No, or damn. Yeah, this is, I can taste it. Right. Right. Crazy. The full synthetic shit's crazy. It's, I don't really fuck. As you're scaling up and, and meeting people in Humboldt and kind of doing your thing, um, did you start like building a team or like, you know, how to kind of work out for you? Were you just like a lone ranger and you're like, yo, I'm going to get a second spot and a third spot or like, what was it like? I, I would say. In those years, I definitely, once I was on, I, I, I definitely helped a handful of people set them up. You know what I mean? Right. So you started get a garage going. Some alliances yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've definitely had help over the years. You know what I'm saying? Here and there. Um, I didn't grow outdoor until 2010. And it was a thing uh, that I got offered to lease this property in Mendo. And I didn't know what I was getting into and I jumped on it. I was like, fuck it. 5k a month. Like that's like a warehouse, a small warehouse and an electric bill would be more than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I knew nothing. 
this is like people didn't really know that much about pulling tarps at that time. There's some there's some people that I knew on Spyrock pulling tarps in like '04, having you know indoor like quality quality depths in like July, and killing it. No one cared back then. I mean, you know, having a thirty pack or something, but still, you know what I mean. Getting crazy numbers, indoor numbers for that at the time because it was so dry. Imagine this place dry. Like that'll never happen again, yeah. but that used to happen. There used to be a yearly thing up until like maybe 2014, 13, 14, when people just started like going balls to the wall, green rush era growing more than anybody could ever imagine on one parcel, 20 huge greenhouses and having 10 of those properties, like crazy shit. You know what I mean? It's crazy that like the laws being more harsh kept everything in check. Yep. Like, oh, you're over 99. That's minimum mandatory. And people are like, fuck it. I'll just do 99. Where now it's like, put 370 in there. You know, it's oh, like, yeah. or more, right? It's put a thousand plants in the field. Right. It's almost like the laws kept a lot of people in check to where prices kept stabilized. They very, and then like the whole country, when you say it was dry here, man, other oh. parts of the country, they were starving. I remember oh, people yeah. going back to like, I'm smoking regs again. Yeah. And, I, and they've been smoking crippy for, you know what I'm saying? Like high end for a while. And they're like, you're like, damn, this dude's smoking regs again because there's nothing else. Crippy. Or Keef. People used to, I remember people would be, that was the only time of the year when we could sell through all the old bubble hash that had just been sitting. Was like, oh, everyone's asking for, yeah, we'll sell the hash. Yeah. Keef. Like what else we got? Edibles. <laughs> I love bubble hash. When you talk about like something that you brought up is an interesting point and that you're old enough to understand is like when we came up. Every grow product was like sour waves. This will make your weed more crystally. This will make your weed better. You'll have a better smoke. It was all these factors of like quality. Yes. Every product in the last seven to 10, eight years is you can grow more with less. Yes. We can give you something that costs less, but no mention of quality or like, oh, and it's less and your weed's better. No, no, no. It's just less, less money, less cost. You can produce more. You can grow bigger nugs. It's never the, the talk never goes to and it's going to be better than what you've been doing. They can't. It's, it's weird how Dude, it shifted. It's crazy that quality is not a factor for most people. It's more the cultivations. They only care about more. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it has to reach a certain level of quality, but the bar is so low. It, that's the problem with this crop steering situation is that it's the cultivation only really cares about more because in their, in their minds, they're like, well, I, can, I can't get over, you know, 1200 for anything. Well, why is that? Why is that? And I get scale. Like, I understand that, like, I'm not trying to say, anything bad about anybody's hustle because there's a place for everybody you know what i mean if that's where you fit in and that's what you feel like you need to get by like the bigger the cultivation is the bigger the responsibilities financially one fucked up room like one slip in you're dead right now one little slip you're fucking you're out and once you're out you're out that's just it there might not ever be uh, you know, you could come back from, you can't come back from the dead. You're dead. You get me? Now. Now. Yep. 
used to be good. You yeah. It was a hundred light room, you know, back to back or something. That's that. Even one. Yeah. Yeah. That's most a, people will give it that. That's oh, a real, yeah. that's a crazy realization. Yeah. I don't think we've discussed that on the show before, but mm -hmm. that is where we're at right now. Yeah. Two, two to three runs back to back to back. You're done. You're bankrupt. Might even be one. You're right. And there's just you're so much slimy one run away. shit. Yeah, one run from your. You think it's going to turn around? What do you think is going to happen, bro? I need the waves predictions. Of, <laughs> of the prediction of what's going to happen in the situation. What's going to happen in the next three to five years in this game? More and more places going online means more and more and more boof clogging up the toilet. And the problem with these uh, situations is like, all right, this is some Z. My boy probably paid mid threes for it, right? A buyer comes to town and they're like, oh, Z, I get that for 1600 up in Arcata. All right, well, let's see it next to mine. Burns black, hurts your throat. <laughs> Guess what? No one cares. It's literally $2,000 less a pound margin for the buyer to make on the packs. Like, who's going to say no to that? You know what I mean? Cash is still king. End of the day, like cash is always going to be king. You know what I'm saying? My prediction is that um, there's just going to be more and more work from all these new, like every day there's a new facility that comes online. Like look at New Jersey right now. Mm -hmm. You know, they have huge licenses. And I don't think a lot of people might not know what they're doing. Same upstate, like all, you know, all these new states. They're going to hire orchid farmers and people who grow like other crops. And then they're mm -hmm. going to hire one head grower who's kind of knows cannabis from California. And we'll see. A lot of them come from Colorado or other mm -hmm. places because they've run at scale. Right now you're getting at scale here with people with, you know, over a thousand lights that they were doing that 600, 800, 1200 over there for a while. But it's like they start to implement instead of saying, like, how is New Jersey different? What do we want to produce? What's our it's just about like how many lights can we put up and how much can we produce? Mm -hmm. It's all about more now. It's about more. But like, where does it all go? What's more worth if you can't move it because it sucks? So let's get bad. to the root of it. Why does it suck? It's about to start going to biomass. You yep. feel me? Like, because that shit's going to get so old, it's going to be deemed toxic. Because mm -hmm. I do believe that old weed is not good for the consumer. Right. Loses a lot of the benefits. So what's you don't been, like a, a lot of the positive cure? effects? No, I'm two year cure no. on your weed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> last year's outs, last last year's outs. Yeah, there's still last last year's outs sitting that people can't move. <laughs> That's scary. It's it's a sad state of affairs right now, and you know, what do you think? I mean, there's not much of an answer to it other than like. It's because like legalization has happened enough to where people aren't getting in trouble for it. So it doesn't hinder anyone from jumping in. It's like once federal goes, even more people are going to get involved. Oh, I think my prediction is when it goes federal, it's not just going to be like, a, oh, um, it's uh, it's OK for everybody to grow now. You know what I mean? Like I've heard some friends of mine be like, well, it should be like this and it should be like that. Well, guess what? It's not going to be like that. It's going to be like unlicensed cannabis is, is equated to tax evasion. 
because now it's a taxed product, a highly taxed product. But I mean, look at alcohol. You can have a home distillery and nobody cares. But right? you have to produce under a certain amount. Right. And, and once be, you start mm-hmm. going over it, you got to be licensed. You got to pay the tax and you got to, you know, it's just like prohibition. Right. dude. This business is too new. The regulation in it is too new for anything really to happen. You know what I mean? And quite frankly, I think the powers that be are probably making more money off of things being illegal and civil forfeiture and huge sentences and, you know, everybody making money off of you know, putting people into prison, Mm -hmm. um, then saying, okay, well, you know, this does expand people's consciousness and it is a, it is a medicine. We don't even acknowledge this as a, as as a medicine yet. Like, Oh, so-and-so got a grant to, to research this and this and that. Yo, you haven't researched it enough yet. You haven't seen the videos of little kids having seizures and they get a little bit of CBD on their tongue and they stop having a seizure. Like, what more do you need? You know what I'm saying? We're living in some weird times, bro. Changing times. So my prediction is like more boof. Um, the, the, the people that associate themselves with quality and really strive for it, I think we'll have a seat at the table. You know what I mean? Even as rough as it's going to be to even sustain and stay at the table. Um, you know, quality, I think over quantity and... Um, you know, just educating the consumer, you know, like look at New York right now. There's so much hype about weed. Like we were all there, um, 420. We'll be there again this year, 420. And it's dope. I love the, I love, I mean, I love the city and I love the vibe around the weed and so much excitement about it. But it's like, once it goes fully legal, the thunder is <coughs> gone, just yeah. like here. You know what it's I'm like saying? Every emergency, they never think that though. You never think that. Like when we were in, I was in Colorado in oh eight oh nine. No one ever thought it was going to end. It was like you can go full ham, you can sell the dispensaries. Maybe some people were like, "Oh, this will end," but no one knew what it looked like. Right. Same thing in California. We're in Prop two fifteen. It's about to go to Prop sixty four, and everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but it's California, you know. Yeah. And then we saw how different things got, and how they took the fun out of Quick. it. And just like, it's crazy what you're saying because it's almost like the harsh laws and the like it was it's weird that when it was higher priced when you're talking those five six thousand dollar days there were less people in it for the money and more in it for the passion Mm -hmm. than now when it's half the price and there's more people in it for the money right you know what i'm saying it's literally like correlation it's like the first guys i came up with very few made a lot of money it was like they were spent 10 years learning how to grow on their own dime yeah then finally caught a stride and did well but like if you factor in the five, six years of learning, they're making 40 to 50 grand a year, if not minimum wage. Yeah. And so it's like, now we fast forward, there's more money than ever getting dumped in cannabis. And there's more people in it that care less about cannabis or don't smoke it. Right. That are involved in the business. It's very weird how it's like shifted the same with the way everything else went. It's crazy. Crazy. Honestly. Um. It's hard to say what's to come, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a matter of opinion, you know? Um, It's going to be a wild ride because I think it's going to get worse before it gets any better. And I mean, I'm here for it. I'm I'm a lifer in this game. Like, I don't have some other thing to, like, fall back on. 
I don't have an education. I don't have a skill beyond like, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I could sell sand to the beach. Huh? I could make, make memes. memes. <laughs> I could make memes for, yo, have you ever no, thought about you back, dog? Yo. <laughs> no, we're, we're. So what's up? You guys need some memes? We're in this media world, baby. So here's how it works. You put me on retainer, right? Okay. And then whenever you need a meme, you just hit me. Yo, we need a meme about. We signed a peace treaty on no memes against me or Blackleaf. So it cost he, a lot. That's, yeah. what he, that's what got him this episode, guys. Yeah. Right? We negotiated. I did sign. I did sign. You know, none <laughs> yeah. of that. I signed it in blood. <laughs> We're out here moving strategic. Yeah, no, it's it's facts. Nah, but not memes. Memes actually, not to even talk about memes, man. So, so nah, we got to get into it the memes. interesting, what, what, though. What, I, I do want to get back to your story and where we were at in Humboldt and you were like doing depths and started to do some outdoor show. I want to talk yeah. about some of that. But what along the journey, like what got you into making memes and shit? Like what made you start being like, you know what? I'm going to make this little thing. All right. So let me tie this into one answer, right? 2010, I started pulling tarps and doing everything myself. And then the team grows. Like you asked me if I had a team. Yeah, I had a team. You know what I mean? And the team, did grows. you guys have a brand or a name at the no, time or no? no. Okay. Yo, in my era, you would never think about putting your name on a badge Straight so they up, can trace yeah. it back. That was the, like, you, you know, you wear gloves when you handle packs and money. That's the era that I come from, yeah. right? You know, you're not, you're not putting your name on a bag. That's crazy. That's the craziest idea you'd ever tell the old sour waves, AKA before the sour waves era, <laughs> you know, people are going to know you not for the literal tons of mid that you grew, but for about, uh, you know, it, pictures and words on the internet. That's how you motherfuckers know me from putting pictures and words crazy. But anyway, to, to answer your question, you know, the team grows and then you start having to think for teams of 50 people at a time get stressful. If you're, the, if you're the person that's facilitating the entire situation, I never had nobody telling me, helping me, none of that shit. Like, this was my thing. I built it to what it was. So having to think for teams of 50 people, it gets frustrating. Yo, are you going to town today? Can you get me some IPAs and some spirits, American spirits, a pouch? I need the pouch, bro. The, can you get me the pouch? Like, what, so you can... <laughs> So you can smoke your finger hash, bro. Oh God, I, I Yo, know all, we know all about this. Can I also this? keep yeah. all the gloves that I trim with? Can yeah. I keep the tips of the gloves? Yeah. Like, yo, I'm, yeah. we're going to be searching your bags upon departure. Put the blue tarp out and just empty their shit. And then you see them all run back to the tents. Like, yo, how much smalls are y'all trying to steal off my mountain, motherfucker? Like, just ask, dude. We have so much weed. Just ask. You can have it. Take, a, yo, take that rubber glove worth of smalls on your travels brother it's all good mm -hmm. you know what i mean so anyway so you were strip searching them never that <laughs> never that never that i mean so if you're gonna Down do your all, socks if you're gonna do all that for some smalls you can keep them. i i see you can keep those smalls small. i don't want to smell you brother i do not want to smell you you know what i mean and take that shit off my hill no it's good to you always keep the, the blessing the, going the days were different but i know one thing's still the same and i see all the trimmer memes that you got on I that i mean we, well would you had you ever have anything going on with any of the trimmers whoa now whoa now <laughs> 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 no, uh, maybe one, maybe maybe once, but um, the humor comes from somewhere. It does. <laughs> reality. It, it, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. So the the, the actual real. the actual page was was kind of born out of frustration of like having to think for fifty people, and then 
I, I, I saw this page one day and it, I, I think I probably stayed on that page for like 30 minutes, just laughing. And I had no idea who any of these people were, maybe like one or two of them. But I was like, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. And it really influenced me. That page was Extract Artist, the magazine. A lot of people refer to him as like the meme OG. You know, before me, he was, you know, he was up there. And um, he actually helped co-write my first fire meme, which I'll, ref I'll refrain from saying names because, again, we're not doing that. But it had some people really upset. It was a comparison meme. It was like this guy versus this guy, right? And it was like, this guy has cool facial hair. These guys wax their vaginas. This guy doesn't believe in NASA. These guys chill with a little mayo. Like, yo, yeah. would you want to chill with a little mayo? I would. Yeah, I'll fuck with a little mayo. Like, yo, yeah. Fuck, yeah, fuck these other guys. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? But it was kind of like the, 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 the quintessential organic versus salt boy kind of rivalry. That was my first fire meme and I watermarked to see is the one thing that I took from graffiti. It's like getting that name up, right? Whether you're, you're on a bus and you walk that bus route and you just get up that whole route so everybody sees your name. It's the same thing on the internet. You watermark, your, I got so many people, oh, you stole my meme. Oh, you, yo, watermark your shit. It's real simple. You just put your name on it. And if somebody's gonna wipe it and steal it and whatever, make them go and do that. I mean, people saw the watermark and were like, who the fuck is Sour Waves? And one of the dudes, the meme was about jumped all the way on my page, found my wife's page who had a, a photo of me. And I told her, I said, yo, no pictures, please. Like, do not put me online. You know what I mean? I was very yeah. protective of my identity for a lot of years. Mm -hmm. And, um, yo, he sent me the picture and he's like, look at you talking all that shit, looking like a beat up, washed up old cop. I fucking cried. I was like, dude, first of all, nobody hates you, brother. Like. I do this shit too. Like laugh at the joke and move along motherfucker. Like it's not yeah, that serious. Yeah. Um, but some people really, yeah. Some people really take the internet shit. Super, super Who's serious. Who's that first meme about man? Uh, Who was it? Man, tell us. Nah, it, it, it's, it's, it's irrelevant at this point. It's so many years ago. You know what I mean? We know who they are. Let's just say they've been on your podcast. One of the, oh, one of the parties. Oh man. You know what not I mean? Some of the family. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. No, but it's love. But we, shit, we, you, we've you, spoken you, since then. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's you good. were trying to have a good sense of humor, which if you, if anyone gets to know you, you're yeah. really like that. Yeah. You really do I'll say. I'll fry you to your awkward, face. And you also say random shit, like sometimes awkwardly, and it's funny. Right. So it's a different sense of humor. It's a, it's a dry yeah. humor almost. Right. But some of the memes, I mean, they do take off and it's like not up to you though. That's the funny part. It's the people's decision. If they share if, it and fucking send it to everybody. If it goes or not, yeah. you know, like I can spend way too much time like nerding out on my phone. I do everything on the phone and nerd out and make this like crazy meme that is like, if, it, if I think it's funny, guess what? I don't give a fuck if anybody else thinks it's funny. I thought it was funny, right? Because at the end of the day, memes is a community service. If I'm entertaining people through these fucked up times and making them laugh sometimes you know um mentally speaking and i know this from experience i'll be having a fucked up day 
some shit will be going on, whatever it is, I'll be in a bad mood. I look at a meme and I'll fall out of my chair laughing and it lets these little endorphins out of my head. Yeah. And you feel better, right? So it's a thankless job, brother. It's a thankless job. You're all fucking welcome. You heard? Yo, what up? It's Blackleaf. I'm here at Grow Generation. And guess what? Drip Hydro storming the market. All the best growers I know are switching to it. And guess what? There's a reason. Because it's preserving terps. I keep hearing that. Preserving terps. And that's why we're here with Sunshine. Facility advisor, facility manager. Overall, the man with Drip Hydro. Listen to why it's different, man. What's going on, guys? Sunny here with Drip Hydro. Thing is, at the end of the day, we just wanted to make a simple, clean, cost-effective nutrient line that nobody has really seen on the market right now. Nobody uses really our chelation formulas, uh, the micronutrients that we have pulled to make this line is really just what makes it overall bringing that consistency and quality back to what we want to see in growing herb again and overall at the end of the day it's still really light on your wallet it's a five-part nutrient line and again if you're not staying sterile or you have a big facility and you don't want to run rock wool and you want to run a mix of cocoa with an enzyme or something you don't even have to run flow with it so at the end of the day it's just saving you money on your wallet while bringing the consistency and the quality of terps back we wanted to bring the terps back and bring the soul back to growing versatility cost effective and quality i mean what else can you ask for drip hydro first smoke of the day black leaf approved peace yo we're right here at downtown la at the grow generation where the pros go to grow and if you didn't already know whether you come in store like us or you go shop online growgeneration.com use the code first smoke 10 make sure you come check it out come check out the drip hydro and everything else we appreciate you guys. We already know. Get inside. Yo, what's up, First Smoke family? I want to take a second to remind you guys we appreciate your support for hopping on the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash FSOTD. We got brand new shows that have been hitting. They're exclusive to Patreon. You won't see them anywhere else. Make sure you get on Patreon. Support the show. Join the family. We got in-person events and much, much, much more. This is a real community, and we show a lot of love. And also, shout out to Dr. Dabber. We got a lot of things we're about to unveil, a lot of things we're about to roll out. Go get you an excess. That's what me and Biggs are smoking on. We're smoking that excess, Dr. Dabber excess, and use code FSOTD for 15% off. DrDabber.com. We appreciate you guys. Peace. Dude, it is a community service. I like how you said that. Yeah, it is. And I, I try to do it out of good nature. You do. You know, it's yeah, like. You're not like a punk. You're not like a dude that's like, oh, fuck, man. No, we try not to deal with that or have any people like that on the show. Cause like, you know, I've it's, learned, a, it's an issue, you know, I've grown, I've learned, I've definitely yeah. like, I've been, been in my fair share of a little of internet course, we nonsense. All do. As and, men, we all do. Yeah, and some of know? us sooner than later. It's just like, that's how it is. My, some never do. No, honestly. some never do. Personal some, I mean, growth. You guys yeah. are still, you grown ass boys running around Facts. Here. Facts. Wearing your pajamas and shit in the airport. Yeah. I swear I see them. Yeah. Out. And I'm with like, your what slides the fuck's going on? on? Yeah. Put some shoes on. The slide. You got open toe sandals. What are you getting in a fight? You're going to have open toe sandals? Right, on, either way, you want people to take you serious. <laughs> yeah, you facts. need to, you know. Yeah. But he comes from this life too. So that's where it's even like the double like layer of like not only well, that. We talk yeah. about that is people don't get out. Then yeah. their social skills take yeah. a hit. Right. Because that's the grow that life. That is. It is the grow and life. And it is the trap life too. Because that's mm -hmm. a, not a social that's not an environment where you thrive with social skills either right a lot of people are real hard in trying to act tough don't right. say much right, hold right. back nah. not really deep relationships if you really think about it right everyone's just like kind of survival mode like that soldier shit like in it for like just trying not to get killed right you know slowly changing now 
slowly changing like more people are coming for out the worse or for the better no i think for the better because like i think we see a lot of the negative but like we've connected more with people now than ever and like everyone that we connect with is like super positive about a lot of stuff you know it's like 90 percent of the people you it's know? a small part of this game though unfortunately you're right what's that the amount of people that you connect with that are positive and yeah um well put together laughing at me a lot of know. people switch it up you know what i mean yeah cool what one time and then they switch so that's the you, biggest well, you problem. end up finding out yeah what it is right oh okay right and then you're like oh fuck should have known that's why i'm a big believer in like taking your time to get to know people and shit yeah. don't hop off in a partnership oh, don't yeah. fucking it's someone you just link up with fucking start doing this and that like you have to literally be upfront about like look we'll try it out let's see how it goes mm -hmm. let's give it even right now we're talking about things we're like all right let's give a 16 to 90 day period and then we'll know you know and it's like what's the worst that could happen at that point right or whatever right and you you figure out how to work the framework but you know i've been i've been super guilty of it just like barely knowing the person six months in and then invest or do this right, do that right. and it's mm -hmm. like you fuck around and find out yep exactly you a know? lot of people will switch on you over nothing just switch money that'll do is it. the biggest thing i would say that money used to be the root of all evil now it's attention and these people what they do for clout on the internet yeah, it's almost worse than what it's, they do for money it's crazy mm -hmm. yeah no facts bro mm -hmm. it's it's really fucked up with the for the attention people you know really <coughs> try super super hard you know what i mean but um yeah so the the memes were were born out of frustration and i remember some of my first memes were like literally what i just said about like can you grab me some smokes i'm gonna buy this property next year it's like the first year tarp puller and it's like this little flat biller kid picture and he's like i'm gonna buy this property next year you know what i mean like <laughs> you know like can you grab me some ipas are you going to town today like you know what i mean like yeah uh and, and it was you know it, it was at the time i don't think a lot of people were now you have how many weed meme pages dime a dozen but it's like a clear division of like people that post for comedy and then there's this whole like i'll expose you culture that shit's whack that shit is super whack there's like, been some big meme pages that have like had issues because of that like personal issues and it's like yo they're just choking and people go like like i mean literally exposing addresses and phone numbers and docs like and shit it's like crazy. a level of snitching and it's just like it's just yo like when people get backed into a corner there's really no telling what they're gonna do you know what I mean? That's why I just try to, at this, at this day and age, I try to just keep things lighthearted and cool. You know what I mean? Keep Got it, to. Keep the, you know, if, even if I'm frying somebody, but like, yo, why did you post that meme? Why did you post stupid content of yourself on the internet? You think I have time to harvest this content? I have time mm -hmm. to caption it. So I have all these other pages and people that like, yo, look at this dude, what he did, send me the video. I was like, pfft how am i not gonna post this yeah you know what i mean like yeah. i had this kid upset the other day oh next time you tag me and da, da, da. fuck you i'm not tagging you go act like an idiot on the internet and someone sends it to me i'll meme you if i feel like it how about that i'll see you when i see you you know what i mean <laughs> fucking meme wars dog yeah it is funny though she gets real in the dm 
They go down and people get so triggered over a picture with words. It's crazy. Crazy, but it's like there's some people hit you and they like swear you're talking about them and like you never heard of them before. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> that's the yo, I want to like, make. I, I want got two followers, no posts, and it looks like you just made the account. The fuck? What's you your about? real page, brother? Like, well, this is obviously a sock account. Like, what's your what's your motive here? What do you want to know? You know what I mean? Internet's a weird place. It's dark. You know Super what I mean? Super weird. So it's I just try to keep. It's getting weirder and weirder. So I just try to keep everything cool and humble and just. What type of memes you been popping off lately? Oh. Uh, pith memes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Um, Yo. No, that was a fire meme. I honestly haven't been posting that much. You know what you I mean? You've been following back? Huh? You've been following back on Yeah. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm way too grown. You sick to of the drama or what? Did um, it bring a lot of negativity in your life you didn't want? It, there has been times where it has. There has been times this where shit it has. ain't worth it. No, it's pictures and words, dog. It's yeah. meant to be laughed at and scrolled past. You see, the he thing about memes, me. the thing about memes, like whatever for the comedy or for the, you know, whatever reason people, memes are advertisement. You get three seconds of somebody's time on the timeline. If you can get any sort of impression out of them, whether it be good or bad or what, like that's a win. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for advertising, like I've been paid to make memes for certain companies that like they want memes that direct people to their product. Cool. I'm quick with it. Like it's, that's an easy one for me. Like that's, that's so super easy for me to, mm. to, you know, to do that. If it's a, something that I believe in, if it's, you know, if I got to force it or if it's something I don't agree with, like not all money is good money. You know what I mean? But so it's when like, Santo comes to you. And they're like, we need memes directing us to use our Monsanto products. Right. Well, yeah, just, yeah. don't they own everything now? Yeah. Like, yo, we need some Gavita memes. Like, cut the check. Yeah. Fuck it. Cut the check, brother. <laughs> like, we need some, we need some uh, anti-LED memes. Like, well, I run LED. But okay. You, just, you know, where's the bag, bro? Like, <laughs> I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you're, so you start to get into the meme game and you're still growing at the time but you're now your role starts to shift from actually handling plants to managing people and trying to handle plants so where, where does it start to go from there as you're you start to just continue to grow you're in humble you're trying the outdoor where do you go from i there? was doing okay up there with the depths i was doing actually pretty decent up there How'd the first year go it was fire honestly i was near broke and um i had a really dope teacher man rest in peace to my bro carpenter he was uh he was a beast man he was a beast man but you said you didn't have any mentors or nothing like that in the depth world i did all right this guy he was actually from florida you guys would have loved this guy fix anything the money that he made in one run he married this ethiopian lady and he moved to ethiopia no lie that's legendary. no it's legendary like yeah, that was the most like, money yeah. that was the most money he ever like, made in one that's like the last place the i thought you would say yeah what's that that's the last place i thought you would say yeah i would think you were gonna like say like ethiopia, the bahamas or south america or some shit. Yeah, yeah. the general shit thailand his wife is ethiopian so yeah. he, he moved over there and got involved with her father's business and he was like uh, you know a fix it anything type he of a carpenter he was there. he was he learned from my boys on Spyrock very well how to pull this off and he put me on a lot of game you know one of the things we've noticed on this show is that 
people that come from the construction world tend to do the best in this game. Yeah. To, so. to actually be able to build stuff and do your own work. You know what I mean? Dudes too, like, and people yeah. that like, you know, they right. get down and dirty. For sure. Hard Somebody shifts. that's not afraid to work yeah. with their 5 a.m., 3 yeah. p.m. Yeah. every Manual day. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because that's what it is. It Grow is. weed. Manual labor. It is. It for sure is. You know? It, it absolutely is. Yeah. Especially if you're doing Depper Outdoor. Ooh. Yo, you're on a hill. Times 10. And it's like something breaks. You got to go to town and use what's in town to improvise. Go to the plumbing, you know, go to the store and go in the plumbing aisle. I'm like, all right, this is my goal in my head. But there's three, four, five different ways to make that happen. You got to figure out which little pieces are going to fit into what to bust it down or three quarter, then back to what you might just have to improvise and do some, you know, wonky ass shit just to be able to have water to that bed that day or what have you. You know what I mean? So um, critical thinking taught me a lot. Critical thinking and problem solving you know, real life problem solving, you know, and, and, and you think about it, like when people talk about growing nowadays, they're like, oh, pfft, whatever. It's, why would you grow? You just buy it. You know what I mean? This is the days where, you know, this is all under helicopters. You get flown, you shit your pants. You know what I mean? I remember calling one of my boys every time that I get flown and he'd be like, sometimes you just got to let him hang, brother. And I'm like, yeah, I feel better. Fuck those motherfuckers. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're there and they're whipping around trying to blow your greenhouse covers off. And you know what I mean? Like, you know, crazy shit. You're like, you're like, what, why, why did this, why, why am I getting flown? Why did they beeline to me, circle four times, tilted with a fucking cameraman out the side and then beeline away? Guess what? I'm going to stay in town tonight. And tomorrow, I'm going to do all my work for tomorrow morning, tonight, and I'm going to go get a hotel room. And then I'm going to come back around noon. And by that time, all the, you know, the neighbors will tell you, you know what I mean? You'll, go, you'll know if your shit got raped and pillaged, you know what I mean? But, you know, it was an era where they're just going to chop the plants. And if somebody's there, they'll take them. You know what I mean? But it's like, yo, Green Rush, Green Rush era was crazy up there. Still is. Uh, I don't know. It's you hear a about lot. Midnight Harvest. Yeah. Fly over and they're like, they changed a lot. Well, 164 passed like Southern Humboldt is a fucking ghost town now. All the food has closed. You know, when, uh, uh, look, a pound costs three, four hundred dollars for a normal person to grow at two hundred dollars and it's worth that to sell it what's the point this is how they get people out of this business you know because you have these huge you know x amount of million square foot facilities how much do you think their corporate ass costs got down to 40 bucks a pound they can sell them for 100 and double up you know what i mean plus and it's big bank take little bank and i think to get back to your question of what do i predict for the rest of this you know next few years like i think that's what it is you know what I mean? I think that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think just shake this is the shakeout? The shakeout. It's the great yeah, shakeout. Sure. Yeah. It's like mom and pop shops. It's the final Walmart. phase. Elegant is the final phase. Ford's different forever. I think it's already different forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. But we're in like the final phases of it. Yeah. I think so too. 
but here anyway. But then, goes, but you know what? There's still thousands of lights going up. Uh, yeah, less, but yeah, a lot of uh, facilities changing hands. Well, we're talking. You know, I know there's thousands going up in Florida. Yeah, there's thousands going up in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Thousands going up in New uh, New York. Michigan is booming. Oklahoma's still booming. Here's one for you. Still tons of lights going up. Las Vegas. There's lights going up in Arkansas. In here, in uh, there. In I mean, bottom. all these places where you're like, wait, Missouri. What? Yep. Yeah, Missouri. Yeah. That's what we just you heard know? about. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. New York. It's a lot of production. A lot of production. So think about this, right? Uh, one 4,000 light facility is enough weed to supply the entire California rec market. If you do the math back. Wow. Yeah. So we're an, ex- we're, we're an export-based business here. And that's just what it has always been. And there's a reason why people want to smoke Cali weed over name and fill in the blank any other state. There's a reason for that. And I'm not saying you can't grow indoor anywhere. I'm not calling Colorado weed dry, boofy weed. I'm not even saying that. Contract. Crunch pack. <laughs> Yo. Um, You're going to get banned from ever going to Colorado, Pat Cuts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the hash is good. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Shout out Laser Cat. Woo-hoo. Yeah, facts. Um, no, I, I love Colorado. I lived there as a kid, age three to 12. I live in, Cal- in Colorado. It was you look like a Colorado grower. Yo. <laughs> This guy's about he to took get offense to that. You see that guy? Yeah, you, see my face, you see how my face changed? Yeah, the meme treaty is off. You're going to get memed now. <laughs> Random people. But, uh, yeah. No, but it, it's, it, yeah, what you were saying, though, you can grow good weed anywhere, right? But there's a reason <laughs> that people ask for California weed. Do you think it's because it, California attracts a lot of talent? People come here from all over. If I think that, I think it's the genetic the culture, the, the culture yeah. and the genetic pool of like, you know, we're talking about. We were talking about earlier breeders were like, oh, look, I'm a breeder. I, re- I reversed something. <laughs> I'm not a fucking breeder. You know what I mean? People that worked lines, people that were, you know, came to Humboldt in the 60s and 70s. Those are breeders. They might have not known it at the time, but it's like in that era, you think about it. You want, you want plants for the next year. You got to have some males. You got to make some seeds if you want to plant seeds. Next farming, dude. You know what I mean? So I think like all those people that went to the, all the corners of the earth and brought all the seeds back mm-hmm. to Humboldt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then the breeding that happened there, whether it was voluntary or not, you know what I mean? I think that's really dope. And I think that's, you know, if you brand and your garden and whatever it is, doesn't pop here in Cali, specifically SoCal, it's not really going to pop anywhere else in that same fashion. Were there, uh, like, not to give away names, but there were guys that you used to hear about as legends up there, the guys like that, that are, like, deep, deep legend, yeah. deep in the game legends, for sure, man. Shout out to all those dudes. You know what I mean? The real, the real OGs. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Guys that were, to think about that as a grower, right? Even even now, I'm almost 40 years old. I've been doing it for 20 years, half my life, right, basically. Uh even now to think back, like the guys that were propagating females and then saying, okay, if I need to cross this male to this female, because I need to, and going just down the line, generation after generation, year after year, and just creating their own stuff. And then being able to get a a plant from here because I want a good cross good to this, but like 
that's why Humboldt's the Mecca. Yep. That's that's a hundred percent why. It's that's like you why, got pockets they were of genius. They were first. Humboldt was first where it was like people knew they could go there and hide out and grow. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And this digging is, deep. Yes. So, you know, I see a lot of like, you know, I'm from the East Coast and came to Cali and I seen a lot of talk from, you know, the East Coasters being like, oh, well, y'all brands aren't doing good in Cali. So that's why you in New York now and whatever. Well, no, make no mistake. New York has always been a major, major hub. You know what I'm saying? Make no mistake that that's, that's, that's engraved in history. You know what I'm saying? But the only reason why Cali is so ahead of everything in the whole curve is because we've been doing it the longest out here. And that's just it. Like experience. That's why we're, that's why we are who we are here. You Even know what strains, I mean? everything moves at a hundred miles an hour. We'll have gone through four reiterations of some of the biggest strains and that where everyone's talking about. And then I'll talk to people random and they're like, which one? Yeah. I'm like, Oh, that was a year ago. Right. That's been gone. Right. Now we're on this. I, I noticed and that. that one's dead. And they're like, just hearing about stuff from four, three years ago. They're like, I'm looking for that cut or that's the one they're growing. It's, it's right. interesting. Cause we're from the East coast originally too. And I always was wondering how big of a disconnect the West coast had from the East coast, as far as like, strains growing how to scale because like coming from the east coast very few people have warehouses right out here it's very common if you're if you, you have a warehouse you're a grower mm -hmm. it, it, it that would never have the fire marshal be coming through like there would be some problems right it was very difficult to make happen yeah here it's literally almost commonplace if you're right. a, a scaled grower you've been doing it over five to ten years you have a warehouse yeah so different it's super different like, uh, you know, out there, you, you know, it's also different in value. It's like, traditionally speaking, if you have a eight lighter in the East coast, like you're, you're doing really well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, the warehouse game's crazy out here. It's just, you know, it's just kind of blown out. Like the game is blown out. Mm -hmm. So like we have this like ripple effect of like everything that's taking place and happening and you know how how long is that going to be you know what i mean valid for like a strain like how long is this strain going to be the one until the next one comes along and you know that's the most interesting thing about the game i feel like is that we don't get to decide like sure some of the goats in the game they have a lot more influence and power but at the end of the day like if you got one dude just being like yo this is the shit people smoke it and don't like it guess what you can say whatever you want bro like you know i don't get to decide if any of those seeds become winners the people do and that's i think the dopest thing about the game out here you know what i mean or in general really you know what i'm saying because you got breeders everywhere just trying to create new shit but i feel like everything old is new again and will continue in that trend like people miss you know certain stuff from yesteryear you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I also think that, you know, to some effect, all the different terp profiles that you can get expressions of the plant, it's like, it's been done. A lot of it's been like to get some weed that does it and you smoke it. That's like this cross, this new cross from so-and-so you burn it. You're like, yo, you know what this reminds me of? Sensi star from 2002. Who remembers that? N not many people. 
You know what I mean? But it's just like, how many times have you looked at a bag or a jar and be like, yo, what is this? I know this smell. Mm-hmm. I, you know, cause you know, the, 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 the senses, you know, the smell triggers memories. You remember like, yo, I remember this fucking smell. What is this shit? Oh, I can't tell you. That's the whatever, whatever it is. You know what I mean? New strain name. I miss some of the originals. Me too. If we knew what we know now, right? And it's like, I just don't know. Are we, did we stop the cycle of loss? Or in 10 years from now, we're going to be looking back on the strains we're smoking now. Like, bro, remember the Sure Banger, bro? Mm. Remember how fire, you know, or remember the RS11, man, that, right. you know, or, or the Zope, and no one has it anymore. Just like Sour yeah. Diesel or, you know, flip right. back to on and on so many strains the skunks yep. the like it, i don't know if we stopped the loss yet because there really isn't a lot of tissue culture or clone banks that are just bringing strains in and cataloging everything and yeah. deep freezing and like, it's just interesting to see like you right now there's so many gaps in the game that as like as someone like one some of some of the guys that are successful in the game there's so many gaps that if you see it i feel like it's very exploitable Meaning like, like, I mean, here we go again with 10 years from now, all the strains, maybe we'll be so fast forward that all the stuff we won't be able to access anymore. Right. Um, I think that now people are catalog cataloging things way, way more than back then. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cut those cuts have been lost. They've degenerated. They've gotten all types of different diseases, pathogens, you know, problems, viroid, all this stuff that like, now that people know this exists and also too i think that moving forward there's going to be i like genetic ip just like corn or any other ag big ag situation it's like that person took my strain and then they have like you know the dna of the plant <coughs> logged and they can say yay that person did steal your strain you know what i mean like i think i think uh is going to move in that direction too once it gets like super corporate you know what i mean mm-hmm. and just regulated i think that that's one of the dirty games that these guys are going to start playing with each other yeah you know what i mean genetic ip i think is super important super super important moving forward it's going to be interesting like when we talk like when when pat God's when he brings up like what's the future like it's definitely going to be interesting you know it's wide open Indeed. You oh. adapt? <laughs> you sure? Cool. Come on, man. It's smooth, man. I don't choke out on this podcast and then forget the fuck I'm talking about. You what, you I'm smoking saying? a donut? No. Nah. No? Nah? Pure flour. What kind? Z. Ooh. Only way to go. On the fire society. What's that? That's <coughs> Ray Bama? I don't think I've had much of their stuff. Grower. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Man. That Yo. Z smoking. So when did you move from Humble? Because I know you're not in Humble now. I so actually, I'm about to move back. Are you? Partially. Not to Humble, but to Mendo. Yeah. What for? Work. I got I got one last hurrah. Really? Yeah. Really? I, I'm, I'm going to have to. It's, Why? It's been decided. It's my shit. And either I'm going to like let it go, you know, Lisa's somebody who's going to fuck it up and not you know make a couple bands if i'm lucky if they don't fuck it up like it's my shit i'm gonna it's gonna bankrupt if i don't do it right what do you how you so what's the game plan the game plan 
by you and Depp, you and yeah, this yeah, one. yeah. It's 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 fourteen k square feet of bed, just very basic hoops, no lights. It's licensed, obviously. I'm talking about it, and uh, yeah, I mean it's. You gonna put some lights or no? No, maybe string lights in the beginning. Shh, don't don't tell the DCC. Flour or hash rosin? Rosin. Yep. Okay, who is gonna dry depths? Unless you're certain people. People that, got upset when we said most of the rosin they're getting is out. Uh, you know, you know, I peeped outdoor depth. I, I peeped part of that interview. Oh, and, they got uh, upset. I bet. I bet. Because it's true. I mean, you don't think yeah, that. Everyone's like, no. I only smoke indoor rosin. It's Listen, like you only smoke rosin that says it's indoor. Well. At the end of the day, if if it's really it, if it's scaled, if it's really it and it's fire, it is what it is. Yep. That's how I me? feel too. Yeah. And that's added to the consumer confusion of what we were talking about um, earlier with the whole Skittles thing. Oh, I get it for 1600 Right. You know? And you're like, whoa. That that's not this though, right? And they're like, doesn't matter. Yeah, because and that's kind of like just consumer doesn't know, doesn't care, isn't educated, smokes and like I smoke weed, right? The end consumer, I smoke this type of weed, right? Do you think the end consumer cares if they had a say in it? Most don't. Most people will drink box wine at a party, beer like low end beer and, and keg. Budweiser yeah. and don't care. You know what I mean? People drink more oh, for let me effect. Get a, let me get a rum and coke. Well, what kind of rum are you drinking, brother? Like whatever. People, yeah, yeah, a lot of people are just like that. I so don't I, know. Yeah, I, say, I, don't. I don't know. I just smoke weed. It comes pre-rolled. Why wouldn't I smoke it? Well, because it came off the floor of somebody's trim room. You know what I mean? Maybe I don't know, but either which way. Yeah. Yeah. No, straight up. Uh, you had your first run. You're running a bunch of people. You're fucking having to grab American Spirit and IPAs every other fucking day. For you finger ass. You're having to make fucking. For wood trimmers. Three quarter inch parts, fit other parts and, you yeah. know, recruit trimmers at the gas station. You're doing a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> when did it switch up though? When did it switch up? You're like, man, I'm going to go try some indoor shit. And like, um, what you can do? Go around no, the bay. I mean, I grew, I grew indoor first. Make mm-hmm. no mistake. Right. Um, but yeah, I was during right. all these years. I mean, I would always go to the bay. Got it. And here, but during those years, probably the bay more. It's closer. It's very, yeah, it's closer. Um, and, you know, I have a spot in the bay and then, you know, go up there, work the season and come back down and live in civilization. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm a city person end of the day. Um, but yeah, I spent a lot of time in the Bay, Oakland, Frisco, Berkeley a little bit. Is that where you started meeting North a lot Bay. of the players you know and fuck with now? Or Probably, yeah. Getting a part of the scene a little more? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't know. I, I just knew what Cookies was as a strain. I didn't really even know the stronghold that they had at the time. It, you know, we just got a cut and it was like Cookies. And it was like, oh, cool. Those depths were three bands when everybody's ends were like, 24s 22s you know what i'm saying like oh, yeah. that was but but then hearing the story of cookies after you know what i'm saying as you know getting it getting a cut running it seeing the benefits of doing that and then seeing the the force behind it at the time it's crazy everybody smoking cookies because before that i would say it's like 
Purple Urkel or Granddaddy or some whatever, you know, Purples, but Purples ran the Bay. Those are the first, to me, first exotics. Like that was a time where my people would run, uh, we called it Purple Urkel up in Humboldt and black it out purple with temperature. You know what I'm saying? We didn't get that. I grew so many like green purples and didn't really understand how to drop my temps. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was that where that's the top ones are 42 and it doesn't matter if you get a box, like they're 42 up period. Maybe if you only want 10, they're 44 type shit in Garberville in Southern Humboldt. You know what I'm saying? Like where everything else was, you know, less than that. I miss Urkel. It's fire. Urkel is a great you know, Urkel's one. selling purple Urkel now. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy time, man. It's I mean, like yeah. we're in the last, you know. Yeah. No, it's fire. I think it's very on brand for him. I, I think, uh, yo, one of my uh, AOL screen names was uh, Mr. Steve Urkel. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, we were super into purple Urkels like back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The AOL on the sidekick, <laughs> flip it up. Mr. Steve Urkel. T-Mobile shit. You, you remember the drip? Come on, man. You know what Psychic I mean? Psychic was crazy. If you Psychic didn't have that with the AOL and some messenger, man, you was not a player. No, no, you were not. Urkel was you somewhere in the game. Yeah. yeah. You weren't. Yeah. I remember the Psychic 3 came out. I was lit. Yeah, hell yeah. I was, then I had the Nextel. Yeah, the chirp. <laughs> I had the chirp way, way Leave back. Leave that on the top. Way, way, way back. You had that Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> I never had the bag phone. I am. I, I do look as you had that Dale Earnhardt red I, one, man. I do look old enough to have had the bag yeah, phone. Man, I personally you had the clip never on did. The side, you rocked on the side. Yo, had the Sprint Spectrum with the fucking antenna bent to the side. <laughs> this is like mid '90s shit. You know what I mean? You had that razor when it came out. Believe that every single you know Virgin mean? Virgin wireless you were playing prepaid snake on a Nokia. <laughs> you know what I'm saying on the hill. Talking uh, to Bill. When when I found out what Instagram was, I was like, yo, you could just post pictures all day. I did what everybody did, post a picture of the dogs and the hill and the never know weed. <coughs> never, ever post weed. Maybe like ro- maybe like you're rolling up or something. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah, when I learned what the meme was, dude, I was like, holy shit, like, extract artist the magazine. This is hilarious. This dude is a fucking comedic genius with his memes. You know what I'm saying? But you uncovered another side of what would be the King Sour Waves. What you mean? Just like you were a straight grower. Yeah. But I feel like the memes opened up a lot. For you to show your personality and shit and like connect Thanks. with people. Yeah, absolutely. Cause like we connected and I didn't know who you were. And like yeah. I'm standing right next to you and you're like, yeah. yo, I'm, and I'm like, oh, what up, man? Like, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. For sure. You know? And it's like, I already fucked you on that level. Like, yo, this dude's funny. Right, right. Shit's funny. You know, you gotta be a good sport unless it's personal. Yeah. If they cut personal, it's like, all right, man, yeah, you you gotta be ready to face or deal with that, right? Yeah. But if it's funny on some funny shit, you know, you got to laugh it off. It's sometimes a joke's going to be on you. That's just life. That's just the internet. That's, That's just one how it thing is. about the internet. The internet always wins. That shit's undefeated. Always wins. Always. So understanding how that works might work in your favor today. Tomorrow, not so much.
How'd you come up with the name Sour Waves, King Sour Waves? Sour Waves, I used to grow sours. Okay. Like lots of them. And when you have this (laughs) way of life that revolves around two harvests a year, major harvests a year, and you have different things happening at the same time, like you really, for me anyway, Mm -hmm. some people had all the help in the world. Personally, it would be like, start flowering here, 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 just like you would offset your rooms, right? But it's like a different concept of like, you have a room coming down, you need your people for that room. It's like, it's an entire property and it's an entire, however many greenhouses ready at the same time. You can't have that there and have your all-star team at two spots at one time. And you don't have this timeline to like, you know, margin for error. Like it's so hot and dry there. You got to trim it when it's ready or it just becomes just, you know what I mean? You can't, so to plan that and having literal waves come in of sours, that's really where the idea behind the name came from. So you were the first one to bring sours in New York. (laughs) That's the next. Facts. Oh, you'll get facts. It all makes sense. That's a whole other group of people upset now. It all (laughs) fucking makes sense now. King Sour Waves. That's what made you king. Facts. That was a move though. Those sours. Those sours. The early 2000s. The indoor ones. I started with the indoor sours. Some six. That was my sixty-four wholesale shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the top, top grade ones. And I remember seeing like PGR sours back then, and I didn't know what PGR was. I never got into that whole whole thing. You know what I mean? Seeing two different ones. One sour is yay big. The other sour is like a big fluffy bag, and that's how people want it. Why? Because it's going in a two point two gram clear cube and being delivered to you in Manhattan for. $50 $50 for a 2.2. Those sours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I when I moved to Cali, sour I don't think was I mean maybe maybe it would started back then or not, I don't know, but it wasn't big like it really caught on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I first got a sour cut as OG Kush. And we grew it out and we're like, mm, this isn't it." You know what I mean? Around the same time, you know, headband was out. Started hearing about headband. It was super coveted. Headband, chem dog. Like you heard about this shit, but you never seen it. OG Kush. You heard in humble. You hear about it. You know the strains. You read the magazines. You you know what I mean. Internet forum days. Even if you know what I mean, people were into that. Personally, not really so much into forums at that time because I was paranoid about like actually living this life and then going and talking about it online. See, Instagram deaded that whole filter now it doesn't happen online like did it even happen you get me did it even i don't know (laughs) fam unity did not see that happen so might not have happened you know what i mean that's just how it is now but in those times it's being very private not showing any of these things not putting your cards on the table attracting attention to yourself you know what i mean different times but yeah that that cut that was supposed to be og sour and that's when the waves came that's when it started you think that cut still around yeah but i think it's like really really degenerated and fucked up sick i have one i just got back it's variegated it's not right it's not at all sticky hardly 
The nose is like What do you think happened to there. sticky weed? Sticky weed? What happened to it? Viroid. Viroid. We haven't heard that. That's interesting. No, but when plants dud out, that is what it is. Like they look and they look like a normal plant, but they're I all meant like like overall. Where's the sticky weed? You remember how sticky weed used to be? Yeah. Like like washing your hands would be mandatory. Well, you got to like, think some Gojo type shit. You yeah, know yeah, mean? yeah. But now so. it's like you could run it under some water, maybe a little hand sanitizer. You're yeah, good. Yeah. There's no sticky weed. The um, lighting's changed. The nutrients have changed. Nutrients. Key, I think. Is that why you're on cutting edge? Because it has organics in the program and the plants need some sort of organics, bottom line, to have that terp profile. Bottom line, it has to, you know what I mean? It's a must. No matter what puts you on that one. Cutting edge? Yeah. Um, being around back in the day, it was like word of mouth. Oh, this program's dope. Oh, I do this, you know. And there's a lot of people that were hush hush. Like, I I learned how to mix dirt like my first year in Cali, but the person who taught me forgot to tell me to put in dolomite lime or perhaps even sabotage me. So believe like you don't add lime to your soil mix, it's gonna burn. You know what I'm saying? So like trial and error, like the hard way, learning everything the hard way. But being around back then. It was like word of mouth. So I heard about cutting edge and it was back then it was either GH three part or cutting edge, at least NorCal. You know, I don't think maybe SoCal really got on too tough with the cutting edge, but if you know anything about these people, they have some of the best weed produced with their nutrient and even other countries, Colombia, you have cutting edge people, a lot of East coast people, a lot of up North people, you know what I mean? People that are on this program, like they grow fire. Like some of the best batches you've ever heard of were grown with cutting edge. You know what I'm saying? So I, uh, I used to use it, you know, way back in the day on indoor. And then we were talking about this earlier. We mm-hmm. got over to botanic here because it was like very forgiving using, you know, we're using brand new soil every run or maybe using that brand new soil for two runs and just trying to keep everything organic for the most part. Like maybe a little bit of like synthetic you know, derive stuff, but not like trying to keep your beds good. Like if I'm going to spend 10 grand worth of dirt in this bed, like I want it to be, I want to be able to use it next year. So, you know, amending it and taking care of it, not just running whatever, you know, whatever salt, whatever, you know, up there was like grow more or this other shit called a uh, max C and it was a one part, you know what I mean? One of the most successful people I knew at a young age up there, he was like, oh, I gave it the Humboldt special. I'm like, what's that? He was, and I said, he's like, can I say it's organic? I was like, what is it? What's the Humboldt special? It was half maxi, half cool bloom, GH powder cool bloom. If you know about that. Crazy. Dude used to grow fire with that too. You know what I mean? But it used to not matter as much back then. It was just like, now it's like, and getting back to your question, why weed isn't sticky, I personally think it's because people are on 100% synthetically derived nutrients. And that's why you get from certain you know, gardens, all these different things smelling similar. You ever notice that? 
Like right? not like barely nothing at all. That too. You know what I mean? That oh, and too. You, yeah. And For then the majority. It's interesting. You know, they start trying to crack nugs right away. And it's like, look, if I even got a crack a nug, it ain't it. Ain't it. If it doesn't smell through the bag, Mm-mm. you know what I mean? I think there's a lot of people selecting phenos, keepers, that probably should have let, let kill yeah. anyway. That's, that's another a, part that's of it. That's for sure happening. I'll have a lot of people put bags in front of me and they're like, this is this pheno we chose. And I'm like, wow, really? Keep on. And then this is, and we'll go through six to eight, 10 different, and they spent a whole room, 50 lights, seed chasing, three runs in now. 200 different phenos each run and in my head all i keep thinking is like what i'll say like, what breeders did you buy for like because i'm trying to figure out did they just pick the wrong ones and like is it because these are big yielders but these look like small nugs where back in the day that uh, maybe it was just curated a little bit better like because we found like think about the strains that we came up with like it was a real keeper to be a wave yeah. you know i feel like there's a lot of people selecting that Settle up. Yeah. Settling up. Settling up. Yo, we already spent all this money, all this time. We got to pick something. You have to. But taste, yes. Going into a seed chase, like one of these is a keeper, not hopefully we find a keeper. Two different things. Some people pop 10 seeds. Yeah. But sometimes it only takes 10, but you never know, right? It's like you you got people, most people are popping at least 100 or some shit. Like we don't, I always do minimum two packs per like per cross like you got to go minimum you got to go 24 to 36 seeds in to actually see an expression that like you're like all right this could be you know like yeah and now it's to the point where you're looking at more like five to ten packs of a cross and so you're looking at 80 to 100 plus seeds 120 to try to find a real keeper which makes sense you know it's it's the same with people like i think it's a good test of like how fire your seeds are if you can pop one pack and find something cool definitely definitely like so those these two jars like yeah let's look that's out of that's out of a what's up with some weed that's out of a 10 pack if that i see the sure banger out there what's this love a sure banger that's a great one isn't it big Uh, shout out boston root seed co norcal gardens what's this one uh that is rs54 to OZX. So Studio 54 times OZX, which is what? It's like some OZK type of okay. situation. Yeah. You fucking stole my steez though. You man. Stole, <laughs> no, you, you stole Chrome Heart Steez. All right. You jumped on it after me, player. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. He gets quiet, folks. Yeah, yeah look at that. It's Who all did it fun. first? Show, what's up the with weed, the other jar? The weed, uh, I like it. And it's grown really well. It smells great. This is a keeper pheno. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is like when I look at this, I'm like, yeah, this is, my boy this is a gonna, keeper, right? We're gonna run that one up. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, but a lot it's of people we look at, I'm like, man, this shit is like you shouldn't have you shouldn't have like Yeah, why'd you do that? Like this this is uh this is um try again, like keep going, you know? Yeah. Like don't settle up, keep your standards high, especially right, right now. Right. If you want to separate and make it. Because at this point, it's a, it's a, it's if you're going to make it or not. What should a keeper be? Let's even let's let's have that discussion for a second, though. Like you're hunting and well, you're, first you're thing, a tastemaker, bro. Like well, I know first that. thing is like definitely has to have like strong nose, like strong smell, just distinct. The terps need to definitely reek, just like smelling it. If the if you don't even get to that part, you should keep going. In my opinion, you know that doesn't even get down to the smoke test and shit. 
Right. But if you look at a bag and it's got no smell, or you're having to dig for the smell, it's a no. Yeah. Off rip. It's a no. But again, back to people's growing practices. Because I, I like those two, I actually didn't grow those. Uh, two different people grew them, right? I didn't grow it. You know what I'm saying? I think that, that speaks to the grower as well. Like if, if that, and I also think what I've learned is that if you're going to flower something exactly from seed, like that's going to be totally different than like a couple clones away from it. So I think you should take the time to pop, clone, clone again, and then run that, you know what I mean? Second, third, especially with fems. Because anymore, what's breeding it used to be, you know, we never got into breeding because it was like you had to stabilize something and it takes a year to do that, cross it back to itself three times. So you get a stable seed stock. No one cares about that anymore. People want that one-off clone only, unstable as fuck. Like no one cares, like find a few bag seeds. And then, you know, that's how, that's how some of these great strains came out is they're unstable, a bag, people get a bag seed and then boom, the next thing is born. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they take that unstable wacky strain and breed it with a bunch of stuff and creates new offspring no i'm serious and this is why we're like why isn't it sticky anymore it's because right. 17 bastards in like our bag seeds in that were unstable genetic got crossed with each other right. and back with another one and right. then we outcrossed all the sour diesels and all that stuff that because no one wanted to smoke it because there was so much around so it's like why would we cross it with that right cross it with the new hype shit which is just another bag seed of something that was Right. And we start to whittle down where like, hopefully we learned as a culture, like, yo, keep that strain and put it aside for 10 years. Right. It's tough for people to do that. Even now though, you're like, yo, sacrifice a bunch of money. Just, yeah. just so that maybe just one day we might. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just break even. Mm -hmm. You can just hash all your non-keepers. Just hash them. It's cool, bro. <laughs> just hash them. Just freeze it, dude. You know, just freeze them. What do you think about the hash market? Uh, Raza market. I mean, as you're going in the next year. Loving I, it. I love it. <laughs> I love I, the heady community is my favorite community to make fun of besides trimmers and wooks. So I, I love the heady community. They're the hash rosin is careful. great. I love hash. They're I, resourceful. I, absolutely. No. I Who mean, doesn't like smoking out of a $60,000 rig? <laughs> Fuck. I don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? $100, $100 dab out of a sign for real though. Yeah, Holy. Yeah. Dude, Some yeah. highfalutin shit. Throw me a yeah. Dr. Dabber. And I'm good to go. For bro. real. I don't need to get that heady. Nah. You know? Pull I break like, shit. Just I like, like you. art. I like art. So I could appreciate no, yeah, you know what I mean? Level, this course, is more my dude, style. You and you have that. I'll, I'll right, pull this out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> right. Salt. You'll break that inside yeah, of a salt. Yeah, you sick. knew just from looking at it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, that shit is dope. Um, personally, I've had my, I mean, I'm old enough that I say like, I don't really dab out of expensive glass and like, give yeah. a fuck about it but as, not a, that heady. as a culture no i'm really not um as a culture though i do super fuck with it like I, I love the art behind it i love the support of like all the people that are actually like dope in the space you know the space of like glass blowing. they all super support each other most of them you know what i mean yeah and um i think that's super dope i think that that's something that people in weed don't even do you know what that's I mean? True. Like a lot of people and we, they don't really support their competitors or be like, yo, that's dope. You came with a good strain. Like it's just me, me, me all the time. And look how I profited off this situation, this plant. Like, look what I, you know, this is better than that. Cause whatever dog, like it, it's just a plant. It's weed, man. You're supposed to just smoke it and enjoy. It's like, 
there's such a, you, you spoke to the, do you think people are going to care about it being mid or not moving forward? I think there's always going to be, you know, there's people that want to drink a $20 IPA and there's people that want to drink cheap shit. And I think that, you know, what's dope about what you guys do is you get all the goats on your show, right? So you get like, I don't think people realize how much traction you know what I mean? And how much people watch these types of things and take from them and, and it influences people and people watch, you know, it's just such a, it's a, it's a dope space that you guys are occupying. And I think like the heady community and all this whole shit is like, it's just a facet of it. You know what I mean? It's just a, definitely cemented into the whole thing. And it's like, I don't know, like who hates each other more, like this group of people, this group of people, or this, you know what I mean? It's crazy. You know, like who, who hates each other more breeders or hash makers? Riddle me that. It's crazy too, because a lot of us have made the same sacrifices. Sure. A lot of us have been through a lot of the same shit. We're more alike than we are different. Facts. And then we battle with each other. And it's like, you could be my best friend. We've been through the same shit, bro. Right. We have a lot of things in common. Right. A lot of us like the same music and grew up the same way, skating and graffiti. Yep. You know, it's like, yeah. it, it, we, it has to get past that. It has to. Yeah. Because the big, like, like a lot of people say, the big monsters are coming. Yes. And they're going to grow fields of weed. Yeah. And the price is going to really be a battle. And if you're not different and you're not growing up to a standard or you don't have a proprietary strain menu or you don't have... Right a bunch of things right it, you know it's gonna be like oh shit remember when we used to argue with each other right like you know it, I don't, it, it doesn't make sense no really because we're any of these people that occupy the space it's like we're not the problem with each other the problem is big bank you know what i'm saying and when this shit goes federally legal that's when we're gonna see these entities come out the woodwork and tank it just like Humboldt is dead because of people in other parts of California that are, you know, have permits to grow just way too much. You know what I'm saying? Like it, they'll it, take international they're going to crack, crash the market and get everybody out. That's yeah. the only way you get people out of any business is to take the money away from it. You get me? So there stops being a profit in what you do. Why do you still do it? Like those guys popping all those um, lights worth of seeds. Like, why do you do it? Well, yes, they want to succeed and find something, but they love it. We do this shit because we love it. And if you love this culture and this plant and everything that we represent, like, yeah, we should all fuck with each other. Like mm -hmm. it should be a camaraderie and it should, it's an honor. It's honestly an honor to be able to contribute to this after so many years I've been down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really dope to still be here and still be able, you know what I mean? And actually, you know, do what I enjoy doing. Because at the end of the day, like, you, you know what they say, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. I mean, who wants to clean up 700 gallons of, of water off your floor? And you know what I mean? And all these little sacrifices and things Fucking that aren't football fun Sunday, of it. man. Yeah. Like- Really? That would have broken a lot of people. A lot of people, that's where they quit, though. And they turn around, and they say, I'm actually just going to go get a job. Right. Or I'm just going to go back and work for my, or I'm going to move back home. This shit's just not for me. Yeah. Or whatever version of that. Right. And then other people 
And this is even before where it was like 99 plants, three years in jail. All right, no worries. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Versus like, eh, eh, no, nah, we're good. We're not, I would never do that. Yeah. It, it's the same. There's always a barrier. And it's like, same with growing fire. Do you want to put in 40 hours a week or 140? You know, it's like literally like the, or, or do you want to figure out how to automate things and, and figure out how to up your game constantly and never end up like right now, it's like a forever seed hunt. Every grower needs to be continuously hunting right. seeds nonstop. It's crazy. It's crazy. I remember when it was like maybe once a year you would do that and you do like 30 to 40. Now it's like thousands. Yep. This yep. is interesting though. What you brought the OZK crosses. I mean, I can't wait. Dude, crazy crosses. Yes, sir. What's in the orange jar? Uh, that's one of the crosses. Uh, I called this one. How long has this project been going on? A while. Been a year ago. So. Oh, yeah. That's. Um, roll that up, bro. Another OZ cross. Z yeah. Cross. Yeah. So that P23 is something. I don't know if you've seen. Uh. One of these dudes at 710 has been posting a lot, Sexual Chocolate Factory. Mm -hmm. He actually bred that P23. I'd given Masonic males out of a, what was to be called Jealousy Pack. Mace is quick with it. Harvested the pollen, put it on his page. Who wants male pollen? Dude was like, I do. And he, that's one of the ones he crossed that to runs with that male. Made that P23, Prince 23, I think he called it. And then I reversed to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, trying to remember what I named that one right now. Doesn't matter. You got a crazy lineup. It's there. I like the bag. Uh, what inspired the design? Um, sure banger, headbanger, you know, heavy metal kind of Hesher type of I like it. Headbangers ball type of vibe. You know what I mean? I found a wicked designer, bro, and uh he threw that together for me, that one. That's fire. Thank you, you bro. That one. Thank you. Sherbanger yeah. is one of the hot trains for the year, man. That shit's smoking. I'm excited. I, I, yo, I, I fuck with it. Yeah. Yeah, as a strain, it's very gas, and it's a really long strain, and it stretches like crazy. Like, that, it, it will 4X on you and stretch to, like, I saw a Boston Post today, it stretched to day 26 or some shit, and it's true. It's true. Like, I'm literally having to go and bend tops down away from the lights you know what i'm saying like because it's like once again i flipped these plants way too big you get me like too too sativa dominant with the, with the stretch but gas yeah and i think that's why people like it so much because it's got that sour og gas to it but it's purple with some sherb kind of covers that base as well i don't know i super fuck with it it's a dope collab breedership. Shout out Karma Genetics originally and then yep. Boston Roots. Yep. It's like you take the a fire cross that Karma did and then he reworks it with some new age shit and boom, now we got one of the hottest crosses of the year. Sure, banger. Yep. So dope, man. It's almost like a forced collab, right? It's like a breeder does his work. It gets out there. They take the keepers and then they make the next generation of fire with it. And boom, now another, just as big as the original strain, another wave. Yeah. Pretty dope, man. Super dope. I, I love breeding, man. It's dope, man. Like, it's really creating. I think that that's one of the highest forms of creation. If you can breed something and it hits and people love it, even if you just love it and you want to grow that, like, that to me is dope. You know what I'm saying? The individuality of people being like, oh, I'm sick of 
chasing these clones down and pay. I don't want to pay 10 bands for whatever the hot strain is. And then by the time you got a room full of it, the clone is like out. Everybody's got it. And you're like, fuck, why did I buy this cut? Like every, you know, I mean, it just, you touched on this earlier, the speed in which things are happening, the velocity of how fast things are happening in this game. Like what was elite last year? It's now like how many people, you know, growing shirt banger. You know what a I'm lot. saying? Like once a cut gets out, you know what I'm out saying? At least uh, in Cali in general, yeah, you know, yeah. if it really hits, that's what I'm saying. Like that's the highest compliment to say Boston and karma as breeders. It's like that, that shit is, is booming right now. Like some of the biggest brands in LA are, are booming Sherbanger super hard. And um, I think it's a dope strain to smoke. Like I enjoy smoking it. It was like what RS11 or Zope was before that, right? When that got out, it's like every single grower was after those two cuts. Head. Facts. I still fuck with RS. I love RS. Yeah. Dio's a, a champ, bro. He's put out some absolute heat. Shout out to Dio, man. Shout out to Absolutely. Doja. Shout out to all these dudes that are like, you know, making new shit and making fire shit. Yeah. Doja the bounds. Yeah. Raising the bar. Um, what do you got going on in the future, man? What you working on with you? Um, man, beyond, uh, just being a dusty warehouse worker or like a field hand, <laughs> um, shit, just, uh, chilling with my family. You know what I mean? Just trying to take it light family and friends. You know what I mean? Um, shout out to y'all and, um, yeah, man, just trying to enjoy the journey. Cause it's not, it's not over for me. You would think like, oh man, this. This motherfucker been doing the same shit forever. And it's like, yeah, I have, you know what I mean? And, uh, different times, different situations, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, like I said, man, I'm just happy to still be here for real. Cause a lot of us are not my generation. We've lost some, lost some good ones, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, so anymore, man, just trying to stay safe. You know what I mean? Enjoy life. Enjoy good weed. Enjoy good company. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. Fresh weed. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Come on, man. And uh, we were talking before and we'll be talking after on the off the mic. So get on that shit. If you're not on that shit, it's on the Patreon. Shout out to the whole family on the Patreon. We appreciate you guys supporting the show. And man, Sour Waves, it's been a hell of a fucking. Man. Hell of an episode. Appreciate you guys having me on. We're going to get in some spicy talk on off the mic. Yeah. <laughs> about to start talking about the trim memes and all the other shit. You already we'll know. Talk about what people want to hear about. Not this. We're going to reveal what King Sourway's first meme was. <laughs> who it was about. Yo, that make was what? A hundred Instagram pages ago. Nah, it's actually, I still have that page. Do you? Wow. I got, yeah. I still got Dang. my main. You got the plug. You got the Instagram. So you got the plug. I used to. I used Dang. to get. It. I've helped a lot of people get their pages back. A lot you of people get pages back. I used to. They changed it, bro. On me, anyways. Um, things changed for me. Get on the off the mic, damn it. Yeah. I'm he's gonna let everybody know. I'm about to really press this man for the answers. Oh, nah, I think be, he's got them. It used to be different, bro. And I used to have a I used to have a wild team that would get him back. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. People need to get on the website, is what they need to do. Oh, that website is dropping. You're bro. right. 
It's how Forget long the Patreon. What Get on the fucking website. Go check months. it out right now. By now, it's already crazy. And uh, yeah, version 2.0. Shout out to Omar. The fucking man. Y'all's new website? We put like crazy. six months into this, this thing. Is, this is leading into it. This is going to lead up to an app. And then Ooh. you'll be able to exist on our platform all day long if you want. It's a whole community. Between blog and, but you know, like community, forum kind of live. Like, Are you yo, at the family reunion party? No, man. I, I bet you will be next year, bro. I for sure will be. I wanted to be. Because now you, you're officially family, bro. Officially I will, I family. I will never yeah. miss another reunion. You are already family, but now as a guest on the show, you're summoned to come. Like, you, you know. Appreciate expected. you, Gary. The fans will be there waiting on you. To crack up about some memes and maybe they'll be making maybe you inspired someone to start making memes and they start making memes about you maybe I, they use I, some clips from the show that. i invite that maybe they use some clips from the show let's get to the bad start memeing you yeah i might even make a meme page you and should like act like i'm just some random troll and first smoke of the day take, memes take a meme. watch when you try to register that name tomorrow <laughs> motherfucker watch <laughs> No, I invite the memes. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of the memes, bro. Make me make me famous, bro. You know I'm what telling I mean? you, that's what a lot of people don't realize is that they put all this time and energy into people that they dislike, and it's like you keep them relevant that way. Haters are just confused you know? fans. Make no that's mistake. For sure, a hater for sure. is gonna click on this and watch it, and the whole time watch my every move and everything I say, and be like, I hate right. this motherfucker. Right. Look at that. This motherfucker is so up. cap. That's not even real Z. That you ain't even I mean? candy, bro. Nope. It's Did not he even breathe that? Yo. Black soap. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What the fuck? Talk about that. Talk about black soap. What do you think about that black soap, man? Did you, did you get Dio's permission? No, I bred that. Kidding me? It's, it's the black runs cross of soap, and everybody Zopey knows soap is just Skittles and soap. Black soap. Hello. Hello. Um, talk about it. Talk about it. Is that, I think Dio's calling you. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> He's calling him. He ain't calling my, me. That's my boy. I, I, fuck, with, nah. I fuck with Dio super heavy, bro. Yeah. Dio's one of the goats, bro, for sure. Oh, yeah. Big respect, man. Um, banger after banger. RS11, oh, yeah. Zobe. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, he ain't stopping. No. And, and no, no seats available Oakland, to the man. public. That part, like, bro. keeping, like. DPs. Yeah. I, I, I listened to a lot of his stuff last night just to kind of, you know, brief myself on the format here, which you guys really do. Cause I've really only watched. Oh a few, yeah. 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 His right? episode. Yeah. And I was uh, going to say, he don't he got was, a lot of stuff. He <laughs> was talking about to? burrowing out basements in Oakland. Mm -hmm. I know all about that. Real crazy. A lot of people said that he was bullshit on that, but no, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not no. the type I, to be I, bullshit. He's pretty straight listen, up dude. I, I personally know someone who dug out their it basement and did that. Because it, sure it wasn't the prettiest, like most lot. ideal shit, but yeah, it, it makes sense. It worked at the time for them. They had a secret, however many lighter. That was crazy. I don't a lot think of unfinished basement. I don't think that dude like that. ever would have got caught if he didn't get told on by some sucker. You know what I'm saying? That's how it always usually ends up, man. Yeah. Well, shit, man. King Sour Waves episode eighty six in the fucking books. Get on the website. Go get the merch. You see Biggs flexing in the merch. It's probably sold out by now. Hopefully it's not. Go check the site. FSOTD.com. First smoke of the day.com. Shout these. out to Dr. Dabber. Shout out to Grogian. Shout out to Drip. And shout out to Sour Waves in this bitch, man. We appreciate shout it. Shout out to y'all, bro. Appreciate y'all for go. real. Thanks Come for on, having man. me, man. You know, family. Sersky. Let's get it.
We're out. Yo, welcome to the Diamond Mine, the DiamondMine.LA, California source for boutique genetics, powered by yours truly, Blackleaf. And you know what that means? That means I'm bringing my best genetics into this. I'm bringing stuff I've been hiding, harboring away, stuff I haven't wanted to let out. We're bringing all that into the DiamondMine.LA and we're gonna offer that to California. Go on our website, hit the newsletter, and see if you can rock with us. Get on board with some of our genetics and change your garden. The DiamondMine.LA, powered by Blackleaf.